Welcome to the Tales from the Crypt podcast. We are an actual play podcast featuring a revolving cast of players making our way through micro RPGs, highly narrative tabletop games, and the more popular and less known RPG systems from a wide variety of genres. Content may not be suitable for children, and content warnings can be found in the description. I'm Riley Groves, and I'll be your host, your guide, your GM on this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. On the cave ceilings, you begin to hear a skittering, and as you look up, several small scorpion-like creatures begin to fall, landing on your backs, on your arms. As you enter this chamber, you hear flapping of large wings. The little puppy pastry, like, walks out of the glow of your your light and into this chamber um i'm gonna just like kind of shoot a scintillate in an up and arcing motion in front of me flare yeah it's a good choice so as you light up this chamber you see that there are two quite large insects one of them swoops down and eats the puppy off the floor you continue on to the archipelago. It is a fairly large city. Um, there's people coming in and out of it. It's fairly dusty. It's not quite as nice as Ecthelion was. Um, it's got one kind of large central tower that kind of spirals up. It's got very nice architecture, and it's a pretty busy place. As you're walking down the street, you see a very large man, and he's wearing a helmet, and he's carrying a huge hammer and a chain in his other hand, and he grabs a commoner, pushing him against the wall. You, sir, you are found guilty of the crime of shoplifting. The penalty? Death. And he sets the guy down, taking his hammer, and smashes him down into little bitty pieces, killing this man in front of all of you. So it only takes a couple minutes before you guys see a shrine in front of you that does have a large like three foot tall salamander looking person standing at it. The tyrant sent us to find the envoy. Which that is me. Perfect. So he said you might know something about the disappearance of his cat. There was a portal opened in the throne room and a female appearing creature stepped out with two chained beasts and attacked the court and catnapped the tyrant's prized Ripley. Now that does shed some light on why you might be here seeking my aid. Your friend seemed to leave out the portal business and the woman that stole the cat. I thought it was a simple cat in a tree scenario. Not quite. I mean, it's a much different kind of tree. <laughs> much different indeed. That's funny. Well, now that I have the full scope of things, I have an idea of who you may be referring to. 
by the sounds of it, it seems you're looking for the Soul Collector. Welcome back, everybody, to the Tales from the Crypt podcast. We are continuing our playthrough of Quest. And returning to the table, I have Connor. Hey. Derek. Hello. And Rebecca. Hello there. As Job, Nurt, and Skinny. So before we jump into the episode, let's read a question from our pod deck interview deck to get to know each other a little bit better. And the question is, what's your favorite gadget? Well, my favorite gadget would have to be my blender. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's a series of YouTube videos called Will It Blend? But they blend up all sorts of weird stuff in a blend tech blender, like cell phones, lighters, and a yard rake, and much other things. And so after like years of research, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get one of these and just blend fruits and vegetables in it and make smoothies. <laughs> right on. I was going to ask. How do they blend a rake? Do they break it into a little... So they like opened up the hole in the lid and he just kind of like put the handle down into the blender slowly. Oh, so a wood chipper. Oh. Yes, I don't think he put the head of the rake in there. Well, that's the interesting part, though, because mm -hmm. otherwise it's just a piece of wood. That is true. Mm. Mm. Um, but the cell phones are pretty interesting. It blended most stuff in the videos into dust, um, and it does a pretty good job making smoothies. I also use it to make peanut butter sometimes. Mm. Oh, yum. That yeah. sounds good. Right on. It counts the number of blends that you do. So, like, every time you turn it on, it's like, 385 and you're like yes i'm really getting my money's worth out of this blender that's cool no shit it's got a counter on it mm -hmm. to let you know how many blends you've done yeah i think if you buy one of the more expensive models they're all they are all pretty expensive but if you buy one of the more expensive ones it has like a lcd screen and when you get to like certain milestones i think it has like fireworks that says great job that's your 100th blend to fuck cool. out. does it have a leaderboard <laughs> you have to compete with others i mean they might now i don't know that's wild Okay, cool. That is awesome. Derek? Uh, I would have to say, I think my favorite gadget is my little Arctic Air water-cooled fan thing that I got. Okay. Oh, that's the one that sits on your desk, right? Yeah. Is that like a little mini personal yeah, little, air conditioner little kind white of deal? air conditioner thing. You put this, there's this little filter that you put in water and put in the freezer, and then there's like an air reservoir that you fill. Between the two of them, it cools the air that comes through it, and... Or it can add, like, a little bit of moisture to the air as well, especially cool. with the wood stove. Yeah. So it's it's not bad. It's, it's nice. It's quiet. I don't get yelled at like I do for the rest of the fans. <laughs> right on. Rebecca, what's your favorite gadget? Oh, I don't know. I'm torn between a few. I might say these headphones. These are really nice. And they're Bluetooth, so I don't need this wire. I need the wire now because we're recording, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, it's really nice when I edit our other podcasts. Right on. I'm going to continue the theme of kitchen gadgets and say my rice cooker. That thing is held up. It was free, and it's held up. It's cooked rice. I've had it for 10 years, at least once a week for 10 years. So if it had a counter on it, it would be <laughs> up there. And it shows no signs of not cooking my rice perfect every time. So... That's my favorite. Nice. Besides my cell phone. 
But oh. I feel like that's a gimme. So yeah, yeah, we're trying to avoid cell phones. Yeah, that was that's why nobody said that. If we want to do kitchen gadgets, I would have said my crock pot. Mm, that's yeah. a convenient gadget there. The crock pot is a good one. If I was to, it's not even a gadget. It's just a cast iron pan. It's not, <laughs> that's really not a, a gadget. gadget, but it's my favorite. I was going to say, mine is still the cast iron pan out of the kitchen. Yeah. Mm. You said your car starter earlier. Too. Yeah. Car that's, starter. That's an impressive one. I feel like I also like that more because I like, I feel like it's the most into my car, like, modification that I've done personally. That's pretty cool. Mr. Chevrolet did mine. <laughs> I think we're uh, disrespecting the TV, though. Mm. TV is a pretty classic gadget. It's hard to be like, oh, I don't, I know people don't have them all the time, but. That's rare. I was going to say, a screen of any kind is still up there for me. TV, projector, Mm -hmm. phone, anything I can watch something on. Yeah. Especially the smart TVs now. You Mm -hmm. just press the Amazon button or Netflix Mm -hmm. button. They're nice. They only last for two or three years, but... Mm. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but they're only like 400 bucks now. Which sounds like a very asshole-ish thing to say. They're only 400 bucks. I can afford a new one every two years. <laughs> you don't want to, but... You don't want to. Don't if, want it, to if it breaks, you, what do you do not have a TV? I yeah. Know. We, we did that for a week. And then we bought a TV that was so big, it took up the entire interior of our car, the box, to the point where we had to push the seats all the way forward in the front. I had to drive. And she had to drive because I, I couldn't move my legs. So that, And then I sat a 12-pack of Sam Adams on top, and it just rattled. It was the, the worst. The entire time. Yeah, it was. 40-minute drive of my life. Yep, it was awful. After And that was after we had asked the guy to split the payment up between two cards because we were each going to pay for half. And he rings up the first card and goes, whoops. <laughs> Forgot to do that. I was like, cool, can we reverse it? He's like, it would take like two or three days, and then you're going to have to pay for the other half if you want to split it still today. So you'll be paying one and a half times today, but you'll get your money back. I was like, nope. (laughs) Nope. Okay. Thanks, guy. And then they're like, we can't bring it out to the curb for you, so. Carry it. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah, all right, cool, man. Wow, full service. (laughs) Yep. Wow. Good old Target. But then we went grocery shopping first, so we had to take all the groceries out and then put the TV in and then put the groceries back in. It was awful. It was a huge mistake. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Poorly planned. I didn't even plug the TV in for three days. It just sat there because it was even too big for the stand. We didn't get a wall stand or anything, and we had nothing that it could fit on. So I had to get a board that goes past the dresser (laughs) to put the legs on. Poor planning. Yeah. Well, that's our favorite gadgets, so let's jump into the episode. Skinny is going to regale us the tale of the last episode. Well, Skinny is not going to. Rebecca is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last time, the party set out from the fort the next day and stumbled upon a cave. And we ventured inside. Within the dark caverns, the party finds a yum cake dog and decides to follow it. The pastry puppy leads the party a few into a few dangerous situations, including some giant flying bugs. On the other side of the caverns, the party looks down upon the archipelago and witnesses a death sentence and public execution. Um, They decide to head quickly away from the executioner and to the closest tavern. They are advised by their new friend Glork uh, to try looking for the envoy at the spire, where the weirdos live. Um, So the party heads to the spire 
They find the envoy at the shrine level, and he tells them they need to find the soul collector's menagerie of creatures. So after a night's rest, the party is about to set out to capture an interesting creature that has a mental map of the zoo. All right. And we'll pick up in the bunkhouse. Super early, super early dawn hours. You guys got a full night's sleep, so because we had an intermission, or because we're on a new uh, session, recovered back up to 10 HP and recover 5 AP. I never recovered any AP previously. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's because you didn't use any yet. I do believe I didn't use any in the right beginning on. stage. I never recovered AP either. I went 10, 9, 8, 7. Well, everybody, it sounds like everybody's back up to 10. Yeah. Right? Yeah, with yeah. that five. I'm both. Cool. That's cool. And so everybody else, everybody also gets to pick an additional ability from their class. Everybody pick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I changed my mind, but yes, I picked. Okay. <laughs> so what ability did each of you take? Why don't we start with Job? Okay. So I took the next uh, skill in my mannequin's track. It is called Phantom Menace. And it allows me to read the mind of a nearby NPC and produce an illusion that they find extremely irritating, and only myself and the target can see it, but it provokes them and it draws their full attention for 10 minutes, and I can control it. All right, awesome. Nerd, what did you take? I took the next one in the uh, Wrath tract, and it is Lawbringer. You raise your hands to the sky and summon a spectral hammer into your grip. The hammer is a one-handed weapon that deals three damage. It appears to crackle with blue-green lightning and leaves a deep, reverberating sound in its wake. If you roll a triumphant using the hammer, it releases a cracking boom and casts the thunderous word spell on the target. The hammer vanishes in smoke after one hour or when it is dismissed. Awesome. That'll be handy for taking out that executioner guy. You're really dead set on that. I want to kill that guy. Okay. All right, Skinny. So, speaking of killing, what did you take? Um, I took the next step in the leadership path. I took plan. If you have time before an attack, you may plan and ambush your enemies, taking the first round. Before action, each player says what they're going to do on their first turn, and then the guide makes that happen simultaneously. Cool. That is awesome. I figured that sounded like it'd come in really handy. Yeah, that is a great way to avoid having all of us have to roll top initiatives. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you guys wake up at the ass crack-ish of dawn in the bunkhouse. Well, are you two ready to head out? Oh my god. Sorry, sorry. Were you sleeping still? I just was coming out of it. You just, as soon as my eyes moved, you... Good morning. Well, I've just been waiting here for hours. Well, sorry about the wait, but I would still actually like to just, you know, grab a little bite to eat before we head out. I mean, we, we do that, too. You do do that. We can stop and do that. Maybe just get an apple on the way out of the, yeah, the inn. Well, something. eat something substantial so you're not hungry again in an hour. <laughs> Two apples, then. I'm just going to grab a piece of bread and a piece of fruit. All of this is extremely easy to find, so you oh, yeah. find what you're looking for. <laughs> There's an inn. There's a continental breakfast. Yeah, yeah. As you as you come down the bunkhouse stairs, like there's a a crock pot or a crock of some sort of grayish porridge looking liquid and some assorted fruit hanging around. Nobody's nobody's attending to the uh, feast here. It's just serve yourself. Oh, perfect. Yep, perfect. Off we go. I'm gonna get it to go. Likewise, just grab a couple things. 
you know, got something in each hand, piece of bread in my mouth. <laughs> yep. Well, all right then. Did we leave our dogs on the other side of those caves? They did not make it through the cave, I'm oh, pretty sure. gosh, we're in for a long walk. Swim. Oh, yes. There's a lake in between us and our walk. Well, we could probably walk around the lake. Or there's a mm, boat. There's a big Maybe lake. there's a boat around. Let's, let's go find a boat. Oh, shit, I have a boat. Well, uh, yeah, let's just head to the water. All right. Well, let's okay. Go. Walk down to the water when we get there. I'm going to use, I believe it's 1 AP to use the boat in the box. And I take this little piece, this little paper boat out, and I unfold it, and I toss it into the water, and it turns into a three-person canoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is spectacular. Perfect. Nice. The day is, or the morning is pretty calm. Pretty fair weather out. It's a nice morning. It's not like the lake is directly behind the archipelago, so it takes you. A little, it's a little walk to get there. It's about an hour down to, down to the edge of the the lake, and the lake is pretty massive in size. However, it doesn't seem to be that deep at any point. You can at almost all points see the bottom of the lake. It's very nice, clear water. Mm. Sometimes that means nothing can grow in it. Sometimes it's toxic. Oh no. Were either of you wearing any leather? Because the envoy said leather attracted the things we were looking for. No. Whoops. No, I also am not wearing leather. You have plate armor on. Maybe we should have... I do. Should we go back to I mean, the... my, my bag is made of leather. But I have most of my things, but my outfit is not. <laughs> no, mine is not either. It's linen. Perhaps the the bag is enough? What are your thoughts on this? Are we going back to town? No. <laughs> okay. I, I think we'll just press on. All right. Does do somebody have a leather bedroll? No. Who sleeps in leather? Also, I don't sleep, so I don't have a bedroll at all. Do you sleep in leather, Job? I don't think so. I have the same bedrolls that the king gave to you. Leather what do you? Did he give you a bedroll even though you don't sleep? No, I did not get one. Oh. He's very stingy. Choice, okay, no, that's what I thought. He, yeah, didn't need one, so I did not get one. Stingy. Mm-hmm. We could have used that for something, maybe. You never know. Well, maybe we'll meet someone or something that we can trade for their leather or make them into leather. Yeah, I'm not walking back up the hill for leather. Oh, thank gosh. Could we even afford full head-to-toe leather armor right now? <laughs> I don't think we need that much leather. Just it like was like pants? an afterthought, as far as I can tell. It's just like, this also happened, you know, correlation isn't always causation. How many bags of shinies do each of you have? I have two. I have one. I have two. Two, one, two. Okay. Uh, Everybody roll a d20 for me. Nineteen. Six. Ten. Okay. Skinny, you're, as you're talking, you're kind of gazing over at the edge of the boat, and the water's pretty clear. The bottom is only about five six feet deep at this point and as you guys are moving across the lake suddenly this spot where you find yourselves goes like dead calm there's no more waves there's you know it's just pretty much a glass top and as you're looking down you see a peculiar looking piece of coral with a crab on it turn and look up at your boat Uh, does anybody else see this weird little crab I don't know a lot about water life, but... Little crab. 
this little guy looking right at me. I stop rowing and start looking down. Look looking at around. where I'm pointing. I'm looking right where you're pointing. I don't see a crab. Suddenly, its arm reaches up and grabs the side of your canoe. And oh, God. It I begins, see a crab. It begins to pull itself. So it's like a big coral being with a crab just like on its face. It begins to pull down the side of your three-person canoe, trying to, to get up into it and grab you, Skinny. Oh, we've made a huge mistake. We should have left. Should have rode faster. Seeing it start to grab on, I'm going to pull out my sword and poke it. Okay, everybody roll initiative for me. Ten. Three. Now I get a 19. Okay. Nert, you're up first. I'm going to shoot it with the bow. With my sure shot bow. For a 14. 14's a good hit. Um, Yeah, so you lodge an arrow into this thing, knocking off a bit of its coral body. However, it still continues to climb, and now it grasps at Skinny. And as it extends its one arm, like, a large, weird-looking octopus tentacle comes out and is like an extension of its hand. And um, it grabs you with that and then rakes its claw across your face, doing two damage to you, Skinny. Uh, Skinny, you're up. I'm going to use my wild attack. I attack wildly, disregarding my safety. Oh, but I rolled a two. So I miss, and all enemies within reach can counterattack. Oh, cool. Let's see if it counterattacks. A 15 definitely counterattacks. So it reaches up with its other arm, also, and, like, digs its coraly claw into your back and is now actively trying to drag you solely underwater. You take another 2 HP. Gentlemen, I need your help. Oh, my. Joe, it'd be your turn. Uh, I'm going to rush over. And, again, swing at the arm that's grabbing Skinny. Thirteen. All right, yeah, thirteen. What are you swinging at it with? Just your... Just my short sword. Okay. Just coming over and just kind of chop at it. Right on. You manage to chop one of its coral arms clean off. However, it still has Skinny wrapped up with its other hand that has the octopus tentacle coming out of it. It's like suction cup to Skinny. And Nerd. It's back to the top of the order. I'm going to take another shot with the sure shot bow and try and aim for the joints and its claw that's holding on to, uh, to Skinny over there. That's a six. Ooh, six is not great. It's a tough choice. It is a tough choice. Um, yeah, so your tough choice. You can, you can hit this creature with your bow. However, in doing so, you're going to lose your balance and fall out of the canoe into the water. Or you can miss your shot completely. I fall out of the boat into the water and have a successful shot. Okay. So you let loose with this arrow, knocking yourself off balance. However, the arrow does lodge into... You're trying to take its other arm off, like at the joint. I'm trying to shoot into the joint, because it's usually softer tissue, and on the arm that is uh, breaking after. Right on. Still attached to skinny. Um, Yeah, and you managed to do so, and you hit it perfectly, knocking the joint apart, and this creature falls back into the water leaving only like the grasping hand still around you with the tentacle but skinny you're able to pull that off pretty easily but you do fall backwards off balance and into the water so as you fall into the water nerd all of a sudden you begin to feel some grasping claws coming at your back 
It rolled the same for initiative. You feel like a sea snake begin to wrap its way up around your neck, and you get feel a bite right into your collarbone as one of these coral-tipped fingers grabs at your shirt to pull you down quicker. And Skinny. Skinny's gonna dive into the water after Nurt and try to save him. <laughs> Just picture like a bunch of floating bones when you jump <laughs> in the water. <laughs> You've never <actually> <laughs> <laughs> Right up. But no, you really do get to jump in. So, what are you tr- trying to do? Like, drag him out, or...? He's got tentacles wrapped around him? He's got a snake wrapped around him, and um, a coral hand pulling at his shirt. Okay. Shit, I don't really have a plan here. Um, I'm going to attack the snake that's wrapped around her and try to, I don't know, just rip at it and try to pull it off of him. Okay. I'm gonna it's, use... it's like a pretty like small diameter snake. It's not oh, like it's a not a... Yeah, it's, okay. not like, it's not a python or a boa constrictor. It's like a water snake. Okay. I'm going to use technique. You're always deadly, even without a weapon. Body attacks now do 2 HP. And... Oh, I rolled a 1, so I will spend 2 AP. A failure is upgraded to a success. Well, that's good. Yeah, so you reach out, and you're just trying to rip the snake off, punch it. What are you... Just rip it in half. Right on. You managed to do that. You rip this snake in two. However, he's still... Uh, Nurt is still being dragged down. I'm going to keep swimming after him. Okay. Joe, what are you doing? Up in the boat. Nice and safe. Paddling away. <laughs> can I see... So what can I see of the creature that's dragging Nurt down? What could you see? He'd be... Can it see me? Like, if it was looking like... Probably not, because he's, like, up above it, right? And it's pulling him down and yep. down towards him. Okay. So there's probably a barrier between the two of you. All right. Can I reach out? Are, are you within? Is he being pulled under, or would I be able to reach him from the boat at this point? He is being pulled under. So okay, so not it's, from the boat. It's not super deep here still. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually he's going to stop going down. But I do think reaching down out of a boat is actually extremely difficult. Like, there's a lot yes. of space. <laughs> yeah. I, I So... You'd have to be, like, right there. Yeah. Especially in a canoe with only one occupant. Well, then I'm just going to shoot my bow down into the water at what I think is the part that's, you know, pulling Nurt down. Okay. <laughs> Did you take damage, by the way? Did I tell you to take damage? How much damage was it? Two. Two. Okay. I got a four. <laughs> um, how much more damage do I take? <laughs> That's just a straight-up failure. <laughs> you lodge an arrow into your buddy Nurt. Oh, uh, right into right into the uh, the meat of the shoulder there. Take three HP, Nurt. <laughs> Ooh, sorry about that, bud. Right, no, it'd be two. It'd be two. Okay. It'd be two. Sorry, your bow only does two, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> just a normal. So he's like, my bow does nothing actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here is. Whoa! <laughs> um, I hit something. <laughs> However, after you take the arrow to the shoulder, it is your turn. <laughs> Great. Um, at this point, I am terrified of what's happening, so I am uh, I am going to cast Lawbringer and summon that hammer. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hit whatever is grabbing me as hard as I can. For a 10. 10 is a tough choice. Okay. On a tough choice, you can hit it. However, it will get the chance to counterattack you, or you can 
just miss. I'll take the chance on a crack counterattack. Okay. He only rolled a two, so he he completely misses. But you do smash him with this spectral hammer, spectral lightning hammer, spectral lightning hammer underwater. Got to be a pretty crazy scene for uh, Skinny to see so close. And the the creature stops pulling you, pulling you down as you smash at it. However, it does lunge up at you and from the bottom, and he does hit you again for a third or not for thirteen damage for two damage. Um, he plunges like. You managed to knock apart one of his arms, but it made, like, kind of a blade of coral, yeah. and he comes up and jabs you right in the side. Oy. Skinny. Can you explain to me what's exactly going on again? Yeah. So you're swimming down, mm-hmm. following Nert down under the water as he gets pulled down. Um, you just watched him summon a spectral hammer with lightning coming out of it, smash this coral zombie the same type that was pulling you down and then you watch him get stabbed and he's like right down below you you don't have to breathe so you could be underwater oh yeah I'm good Um, indiscriminate amount of time if I swim down can I just grab Nert's hand and try to like start swimming up you can try sure you could do like a strength check to uh yeah just do a d20 19 19 yeah you managed to grab Nert from whatever position it is like on his belt loops or some shit and you pull him back up to the surface of the water and you guys are like clinging onto the edge of the boat okay well, I'm mm. gonna try to lift him up just row and kick and I'm gonna you know try and help heave him into the boat okay Joe roll, roll a d20 eight very weak can I help? So it's, it's you know the boat's rocking and it's kind of hard. Yeah, why don't you why don't you roll too skinny and uh, we'll see. Like, I'm in the boat, but you're not. Oh, you got a ten. Mm-hmm. You got an eight. Yeah, it's still really not great. <laughs> yeah, by both of you, pretty much failing that roll. Um, skinny, you managed to pull at a time where Job is trying to push or pull, and you managed to toss both of you out of the boat. <laughs> so no one's so in now, the boat now no one's in the boat. Oh, I didn't think I was in the boat yet. You weren't. Oh, okay. You didn't get back. You didn't manage to get back in the boat. Okay. We're all swimming now. <laughs> Everybody's swimming. Shall we just swim for it? <laughs> Shall we push the canoe and swim? Is it my turn? Yes. I'm going to cast shield on myself. Okay. <laughs> you can still take an action, too. So. Okay, cool. Um, you guys want to kill this crustacean? Hell yeah. All right. I'm going to swim back down and throw my hammer at it. Okay. Like a Thor toss, but underwater. Make it. Make a roll. Let's see it. What'd you get? Three. Oh, no. Three is just a straight up failure. And it counterattacks. So this coral creature swims up at you one more time with its bladed arm and swings across, taking two HP damage off of your shield. And Skinny, it's your turn again. Now that you've dragged Nert back to the boat, and then he decided to immediately swim back down towards the creature. And you knocked Job out of the boat at the same time. What are you doing? Okay, well, if we decided we're killing this thing, I'm going to swim down and I'm going to use my wild attack. But I miss, and all enemies within reach can counterattack. Counterattacks with a 20. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so as it slashes Nerd's shield, it comes back and you swim down getting his attention and it stabs this coral blade directly into you. He's going to do four damage. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. Not great. Okay. Have we done any damage to this thing? Yes, you have. Okay. It's very close to time. <laughs> okay. Somebody just really needs to hit it for <laughs> Joe. All right. You're watching all your companions get sliced up underneath seeing, this boat. Seeing this terrifying display of violence, I cast Bedazzle and summon forth four glowing magical bolts and... Is there just one enemy? Just this yes, one there's bolt? only one. I send all four of these bolts right at it. Alright. Fuck yeah. And they all do two HP damage. Okay. You guys, as you're you know, getting slashed up in the water, see these just four bolts of light? Prismatic bolts. Prismatic so. bolts fly through the water past you, piercing this coral zombie four times and just decimating its body and it parts and pieces begin to fall to the lake floor and a quick scan of the area reveals that there are no more trying to grab you well i'm gonna swim up to the boat and try to shamble in okay i'm gonna swim down and see if there's any treasure that this thing was hiding <laughs> i'm going with him okay you guys hold hands swimming through the water <clears throat> however there, there's nothing under here that was that was hidden that you guys can can see it was just a couple unfortunately placed coral zombies well let's get back in that boat somehow <laughs> yeah okay we can swing back up and go back in the boat after several attempts and great amount of effort the three of you managed to get back in the boat and back or on your way well that was quite the battle um, does anybody have anything that might heal my bones up? No. Would a health start work? Yeah, yeah. She's still a character, so. Where would I stab him with it? Spine? In right the in the bones. <laughs> just in the bones. Soon as he asks, I'm going to pull out a dart and just stab for what I think is, like, in between a joint. Ow, man, that hurts. Thank you, but Damn. <laughs> What an inconvenient way to give me health. How much does it give? I'm looking that up right now. It increases uh, four, because it matches a health potion. So Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to check. Thank you. That feels much better. You're welcome. Sorry, there's a slight pinch. Yeah, a little. It's like giving bone marrow. A lot of times it's just easier to get it over with. Yes, I suppose it is. I'm going to take the other one and stab myself in the leg with it and go up to eight health. Solidarity. I like it. And now those are gone. All of them? I only had two. What's everybody's health at now? Six. Eight. Ten for you. Ten. You didn't. <laughs> you never left the boat. <laughs> you got a little wet. Yeah. You splashed around. You're a little, a little uncomfortable. That's about it. As soon as you guys begin to row your boat again and uh, get on your way, the waves pick back up, leaving that uh, super, super calm spot. And not running into one again. So you make it across across to the other side of the lake. Probably took, you know, a solid hour or two of rowing to make it across. So it's early morning. Not early morning. It's morning. Bright morning. Morning brightness. Bright time morning. What a fine morning. <laughs> what a fine morning. What a good morning it'll be. Perfect morning to fish. It's so bright out here. Do we Hopefully we don't have to walk up a hill now. <laughs> We're at water level. We have to walk up a hill. I know. Uh, gonna row ashore and then pack up the boat and put it back in its little tin. Put it back in my pocket. So now where? Does that boat always look like a canoe when you take it out? 
No. Next time, let's make it something enclosed. Or something wider. <laughs> it was very shallow. We didn't want to... I thought it would be fast and easy to go right across on a canoe. It was just a lake. Well, we seem it... to attract um, <laughs> things that don't agree yeah, with it'll us. Yeah, it'll be a sloop next time. Mm. <laughs> so I guess now it's uh, past this mountain range I see in the distance. Yeah, we have to head west of the mountains. So off we go. I'm going to pull out the compass and just <laughs> ask him if this is the right way. Hey, you have a compass. <laughs> Why aren't you telling us where to go? Well, we're on a lake. I mean, <laughs> there's mountains. You can see them. They're the only ones that aren't the ones we just came from before. <laughs> that is true. So okay. are we going the right way? But, yeah, the compass says, you're going the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the talking compass. Well, I believe we're headed the right direction, so... Uh, up this hill we shall go, I suppose. You guys uh, begin to hike into the mountains to the west. And you're just wandering the mountains, I guess, following the compass. But the compass seems to be, like, wavering a little while you're in the mountains and pointing it in many different directions. Every time you look at it, it's, like, pointing somewhere else. And it's pretty confusing. But as you guys kind of hike through these passes, eventually a small man begins to make his way towards you, whistling as he as he hikes through this pass. Hello, sir. Oh, hello, hello. How are you? Where are you off to this fine morning? I am just making my way through the mountains. Where are you off to this morning? We are in search of a of a of a creature. A chaos chaos creature. A chaos creature? And what is that? I don't believe Hoping we're sure. Hoping you would know. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, perhaps it would behoove you to know that if you take the, the path to the left here, you will run into an area where a lot of travelers have recently uh, encountered some strangeness. Sir, you're saying left, but you are pointing right, and I am not sure which way you mean. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, left is right, right is left. Go down this way that I am pointing. The right way. That's right. Sure. All right. But that sounds exactly like what we were what we were sent to look for. It does. Yes. Do you have any anything leather-bound on you? Only my breeches. Mm. May I buy them off of you? No. Literally off of you? No, I do not think so. Not even for a bag of shannis. Um, a whole bag. They are my only breeches. What about two? But you could buy new breeches down the street at the spire. I do what not if want to walk the mountains without breeches. We seem about the same size. We, we do? He's like two feet shorter than you and like much wider. It's close enough. You want to try mine on? I do not like this plan. <laughs> Head to the left, you find what you're looking for. That's the right again that you're pointing at. Stop, I don't know. <laughs> head to the left. To me, it's the left. Head, to, head, 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 head this way that I am pointing. That's the right. And it's a no on the pants. And it's a no on the pants. These are my pants. Should I use loosen and make his pants fall off? <laughs> yes. yes, Jube. Yes. I'm not going to. Oh. Oh, what a good not. illusion that would be. <laughs> well, I must be on my way. <laughs> you must. I think you should get going. <laughs> Bye. Au <laughs> Thank you that's for your time. Sauce. 
<laughs> and he, he he whistles as he works his way out, holding very tightly. He's to his pants. very concerned about his pants right now. Won't we all get a good chuckle over the pants? <laughs> I can't believe he didn't give us the pants. For two bags of shinies, you could have bought a, bought a whole store full of pants. Whole new pants. We could have just taken his pants, probably. <laughs> But thought, for another time. I thought we were. <laughs> you guys are now pants thieves? <laughs> Three days out of the city, we gotta steal that guy's pants. <laughs> we didn't. We thought about it. <laughs> I can see the prog- the progression from lawful good to <laughs> chaotic very quickly. It, it's every day. You guys' alignment drops. By the end, you're just gonna be murderers. <laughs> We're going to try not to be. To summon pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so off we go down the left-right path. <laughs> that yeah, one. <laughs> I'll follow you. You guys head down the path that he pointed to? Mm-hmm. Right on. Does it correspond with uh, with Job's compass? The compass does not. Is is not really being just... Yeah, it's, it's acting up right now. Okay. I asked it if we're going the right way, and it's like, eh, try again later. You guys begin down the path, and when you do look at the compass, it, like, is pointing to almost every direction behind you. Mm. Just, like, spinning back and forth behind you. Maybe we're going the wrong way? Makes me think that it's not identifying a singular target, but, like, they're this way. Mm-hmm. And eventually and probably get down to, like, this. Moving. Or, yeah. You know, maybe it moves really fast. Should we try and set a trap? Put, like, the leather backpack out in the open? Yeah, we could do that. We can plan how and we all we can... attack at the same time. Yes, that plan. But well, we want to keep it alive, Let's right? Find... Just to clarify. Let's That's find true. a little clearing with, mm. with some shrubs and trees around it. And, uh, yeah, we'll set a little trap and see if this thing comes. I'm on board with that. We seem to be between where he said that the stuff was happening and where your compass says that we're supposed to be headed so there happens to be this nice tree off to the side of the path we'll leave the bag here and we can go sit beneath the shade of the tree and observe sounds like a great idea then i have the mesmerize ability where i can distract it if anything does come so it won't run away like that weird backpack thief earlier (laughs) i am gonna use sigil and use lure going to set a lure you say yeah I'm going to set a lure on your leather backpack. Maybe it'll help attract something to us. Okay, so you guys are looking for a spot to put a, the leather bag down? No, we yeah. found a spot next to the tree. Okay. And you also did the lure sigil? Yep. So you're trying to attract it to the backpack, which is at the sigil too? Like I put the sigil on the backpack. Gotcha. Right on. That makes sense. Okay. So you guys do this, and you hunker down. Not really sure what to expect. And as you guys are hiding, all three of you begin to hear the sounds of some wind picking up behind you guys. And it begins to to whirl and make some pretty loud noises. Oh my. It was pretty calm this morning. I don't really see where this wind might be coming from. I would like to look and use size up. Okay. Uh, Useful insight into the capabilities, strengths, vulnerabilities, or resistances. Of the creature. Are you looking for the creature that's causing the wind? Yes. Okay. You see on the ground when you do this size up, you look down for some reason, um, looking for a creature that might be responsible for this, and you see out of the cracks of 
stone on this mountain, a bubbling of lava begins to erupt from the ground. Not like a volcano size. It's just a few drops at first, and suddenly it begins to pool up. And you notice that the wind begins to centralize on this pool of lava. And then it suddenly picks up very quickly, shooting this lava up into a spiraling cyclone. And you would know this from your travels. This is, this is a lava puck, and it is a, pretty much a whirlwind of rock and fire. Is it a creature or like a weather event? It is an elemental creature. So this fits what we're looking to bring back? No. No? No, not really. It's just that these are pretty common. Okay. So not a, not a chaos creature. It doesn't head towards the sigil. Okay. What are some of its strengths and vulnerabilities or resistances? It is invulnerable to fire. And you know if you get stay too close to it, you're going to get caught on fire. Gentlemen, we need to move away from this lava thing erupting over there. Should we grab the backpack and move somewhere else and try to set up our trap? Is it coming towards us? I thought it was going the other way. Oh, it begins to come towards you. Oh, oh it, it, it as, as soon as you say say that, and it, it recognizes that you notice it, it makes its way towards you. Yeah, let's grab the bag. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yep. Maybe and run for it. Run away. Okay, everybody roll to run. Seventeen. Thirteen. Seven. Oof. Everybody but Nert gets a good solid footing as they begin to dash away. Suddenly you feel a very hot, very sharp rock hit you in the... Oh, you also have your shield on still. Yes. Two. Okay, so rebuke. Does that turn a creature away? It turns any incoming attacker away. Not an attack, but the attacker. Right on. So this is an attack. Oh, this is an attack? Okay, then I'm not going to use rebuke. (laughs) Okay, so this fiery rock uh, does three damage overall. So with your shield, that should reduce it by one. Yep. The other two? Are you guys just going to continue to run away? I mean, Skinny's out, Skinny's out of there. Skinny's little <laughs> chicken legs are taking uh, him as far and fast. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's fine. I won't hold it against anybody being left behind. Yeah, I'm being sincere about that. If just just hustling. Going the, going the other direction. Okay. Well, then, nerd, <laughs> I guess you're on your own. Um, your choice on what to do. Fun. I'm going to... Well, this thing is moving towards me, correct? Yes. I'm just going to keep running. Okay. Let me roll. Yeah, give me another roll. 14. 14. 14's a successful runaway. So you get back up after getting, you know, clobbered with this fiery rock to your back. It burns away some of your robes. It makes a nice big hole in the back. Yeah. But eventually you catch up. It's like in a Scooby-Doo movie where you're, mm-hmm. everybody else is running and then you manage to like run past them really <laughs> fast down this path. And the lava puck does stop following you guys and just makes its way off into the hills. Nice smoke trail coming off of it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You okay? What run! Happened? <laughs> oh, okay. You're smoking a little bit. Do, do, do I still have... Is there anything back there? <laughs> It, it doesn't look like it's following you anymore. I think we're good on running. Should uh-huh. we uh, reset this trap here? Let me look at the compass a little bit. Mm. Compass. Are we near any chaos creatures? That's not really what I'm designed for. What do you mean it's is, not Is designed? this the mountains where we're supposed to be? You are in the mountains. This is a place beyond the lake. You should be in the right spot. 
All right, well, the compass you know, thinks that we're at least where we're supposed to be headed. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, I mean, the sigil's still working on the peg, so... All right, I'm going to just put the bag down then and walk away a little bit. Yeah, let's give that another try. As you guys set it down, you see a familiar traveler heading back up the path now towards you guys again, coming from the other direction. Oh, hello there! Oh, hello, friend. Good to see you again. Again? I do not believe we have met. Really? Yes. I would remember. My word. I'm willing to offer you double for your pants. My pants? Yes, you just spoke with us. Yeah, we tried to buy your pants. Oh, no, I do not believe it was me. Does this look familiar? And I'm going to do some magic tricks and mesmerize him. Oh, shit. All right. So I'm going to start, like, creating little balls of light in my hand and, like, juggling them, and then they start to just juggle on their own. Oh, this does not look familiar at all. Did you do this for someone else? No, not this. So I think uh, then he's just I'm like, going to... his attention is just stuck on those. Right on. Guys, what if this is the thing and it's being lured to our sigil? Well, we're about to find out. Uh... That's some good thinking right there. Is it though? I don't know. I, I mean, he doesn't either. remember the pants. Maybe he is the creature. Can I use... All the creatures look like this man? I'm going to use Compel Truth on this thing. Okay. Your eyes glow like blue flames as you look into the eyes of a nearby creature and grip their mind. And I rolled a 15. The target is compelled to answer three questions truthfully. Okay. What are you? I am a man? A a person? I look like you, only shorter, (laughs) squatter, plumper, handsomer, cuter, (laughs) better with the ladies, no doubt, and on less fire. Well, he's just smoking. He's not on fire. Ah. Anyone else have... Oh, well, I'm not going to ask a good question. I am both mesmerized and dazzled by your wandering, fiery eyes. Do you have a twin? Oh, yes. Well. I do. His name is Reginald. Do not listen to a word Reginald says. Reginald is a liar. I'm scared to say anything, because... It's going to be a question, and it's not going to be worth asking with the spell. Should we ask about the chaos creature? I was going to ask, yeah. Do you know the location of a chaos creature? Oh, like like the goats? Yes. Oh, they are found on the hills here. Behind me, just don't not go to the path down to the... Fuck, did I say it was right or left? You said left before, but I pointed right. Yep. Do not go down that path, the one you just came from. Don't go back down there again. Very dangerous. Go to uh, the straightforward path or down to the right. Although the higher you are, the more goats there may be. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Is his pants also leather? No. (laughs) Okay. I'm still offering to buy your pants. For what reason? And I turn around. Oh. <laughs> Your hiney is showing. It's a little cold. I will give you my pants. Thank you. And he takes off his pants and hands them to you. And, like, they do not fit. No. You said that they're short, short and fat. And so fat. They're, they look like, they probably look like Capri-style parachute pants. Yeah. <laughs> they look pretty wild. Well, that's a good look, Nert. And I look at Job and I go like, no, it's not. <laughs> It's a little tight on the knees. Yeah. 
So you think if we met your brother, he would have hoodwinked us? Because he sent us down this path. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has an issue where all he does is lie. I do not know why. Well, thank and, you for this information. And you don't have this problem? I mean, he was just magically compelled unless he's got a resistance to that. I do not have the same problem as Reginald. Well, all right, then. Have a great day. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> and he whistles as he walks. Now up the path, I guess, because he was headed the other direction. You gotta go up the path. Well, I guess we didn't need to mesmerize him. <laughs> so, back to the other path. Not the one we just came from. Should we go the upper path? Yeah, or probably. Or the non-upper path? Let's go the way he, he suggested. The path of the more goats? Yeah, path more, goats. more goats. Okay. We're gonna head up the path? Yep. With the bag. With the bag. Right on. Make sure we still got that. How long does the sigil last? The bag continues to be leather. Indefinitely. (laughs) Uh, sigil. No, it just says the sigil attracts creatures to its location where they will linger for a minute. Cool. So you guys are heading up this central mountain path, and as it gets kind of to the top of the mountain range, it branches off in several different directions again, just going through, like, Areas of mountain flowers and short shrubbery. You haven't found any chaos goats yet. However, you do, in the distance, down one of these paths, see a large single tower kind of embedded into the middle of the mountain. Guys, did anyone remember anyone saying anything about a tower in the mountains? No. No, definitely not. Do you see the tower in the distance? I do see that tower. Mm Mm-hmm. Should we go investigate that, or like maybe around there is where the, the chaos things are? Well, might as well. When do you think we're getting distracted again? I think we should head toward the tower and check it out. Maybe there'll be some more leather in there. Yeah, oh, that would be it, helpful. It can't hurt. We're looking for goats. Maybe there will be goats on the way. Let's press on towards that tower through the path that goes through the mountain flowers. You guys head through the mountain flower pass. It's, it's pretty nice, you know? No dangers, no lava, um, nothing out of the ordinary. Until you get down to this tower. And it's like it, just a large circular tower. It's got one wooden door entrance. It's set in the shade at this point of, of the day. Um, so it's got a dark, kind of ominous presence to it. However, there's no one posted outside. You know, there's no guards or anything anywhere there any windows at the like level which we can see or other ones higher up that we can't see through there are other ones higher up that would be on you know, a second floor i'm gonna knock on the door there is no answer nobody comes to answer the door should we just go in or maybe we could um stack on top of each other and try to see in that window um i think that's a good choice if we can't get through the door mm. i'm gonna try the door handle the door is open oh, okay Whew. that's good well that's easier Although it probably wouldn't have been too hard to have you stand on one of our shoulders. But the other way, you'd be a little nervous. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could not be on the bottom of that pyramid. <laughs> you go in, I presume. Cautious. Yeah, cautiously. 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 Stealthily, sneakily. As you creak the door open, um, you're met with a about a hallway that's about 20 feet long that opens up into a large chamber beyond that that looks well lit by you know, the sunlight probably coming in through the windows. And there are several suits of armor just stacked up against the walls uh, through this hallway. Carpeted floor, pretty nice. It's like, you don't see any visible cobwebs or anything. It looks like somebody does probably reside here. All right. 
I'm going to go up to one of the suits of armor and open the little, like, visor thing and see if anyone's in there. <laughs> okay. Roll for initiative. <laughs> Twelve. Five. Four. Whoops. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. That nice knowing you guys? Yeah. I'm dead in the second solo. Yeah, we're definitely fighting, like, death knights or whatever. We can, uh, leave this tower. Back out. There's probably something really cool in here, though. I have five And it's AP about left. to kill us. Yeah, I can I use that Sedasm spell one more time. I have two AP left. I can run. <laughs> Actually, that only keeps me from being able to use Lawbringer. So. Okay. So, as you open up its visor, this suit of armor immediately lunges forward, swiping its sword at your side. You're able to dodge backwards. However, after that one steps down from its pedestal and engages you, two others also leave the wall and begin to converge on the three of you. Oh darn it, guys. Quick, I made a mistake. Quick count. There are three of them. In total? Right. No, yeah. I meant how many suits of armor are in total? In Five. Okay. Five in this hallway. Only three are moving. Skinny, you're up. I'm going to pull out my bastard sword, and I'm going to wild attack. Okay. For a 13, which does double damage. So four. Nice. Okay, and are you swinging? Which one are you swinging on? Um, one that tried to attack Job already, or one that's just making its way towards well, you? One that tried to attack Job. You connect pretty heavily with your bastard sword, clanging this armor about and knocking off several of its pieces. You can see, like, through it, somehow there's nothing, like, there's no body or anything inside. It's just a suit that's animated itself and is moving, so there's, like, no organs or anything but you did rattle a good amount of it away when you clashed with it. And from behind you, you feel the rush of air as one of their halberds comes swinging down past your head, just managing to miss you. It did roll a two. You get to counterattack. As I do get away. to counterattack, yes. So I will attack it with my bastard sword for another 13, so that's double damage. All right. Does wild attack continue to Wait, go? Wait, can I keep using it? Maybe I can't use it because I'm using counterattack, so I couldn't really use both. Yeah, probably not. Okay. Well, I rolled a 13 anyway. Okay. Awesome. Nerd, you're up next. I'm up next? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I am going to draw my sword, use Fiery Avenger on it, and run and strike one of the other suits of armor, preferably one that is, like, behind uh, Joe. 15. 15 hits. So that's three? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you're attacking You're attacking the only one that didn't receive an attack? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Doing three damage to it. Nice. So the one you just attacked mm -hmm. tries to attack you back, swinging a large battle axe. However, cleaving it right over your head and skimming some hairs, but missing entirely. Awesome. Job. Uh, seeing this commotion... I'm going to shoot a scintillate up into one of the ones that had several parts of its armor knocked off and have it explode from the inside. Nice. Fuck yeah, that takes out the original suit of armor that attacked you and that uh, skinny head attack. All of its parts just clanged before. And another one steps out from the wall and begins to converge on you guys. And that one died, so skinny, back to you. Um, did you finish looking up wild attack? Is it once per encounter, or can I keep using it? You can keep using it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to wild attack for sure. 
For a 20, four times the damage. Four times the damage. And which one are you attacking? Which Whatever one, one would be next after the first one that I attacked exploded. Like if I turn around and... Probably the second one that, it, yeah. that you had counterattacked. Yeah, with quadruple damage, you smash <laughs> that suit of armor to absolute pieces. And the last one steps off its pedestal and begins to move its way towards you guys. And it'd be his turn. These dice suck. So he comes to attack you, and he only rolls a two. Okay. Well, then I get to counterattack. But I only rolled a four. Okay. So you don't you don't. So I don't do anything. All right. Nerf. I am going to strike the one in front of me again with the sword. For a five. Mm, five. Not great, huh? No. Um, which also means that Fiery Avenger Oh, gets dispelled. Yep. So swing and a miss, and the flames go out. That one you just attacked attacks you back. However, it kind of trips over its own feet. It does do one damage to you, but it also falls on the ground and is clamoring to get back up. Job, what do you got? What do you got going on? Um, I'm going to fire another scintillate at the next suit of armor. Okay. 14. Yeah, fuck yeah. 14 does good damage. And how much does it do? Two. Two? Cool. There are still three suits of armor. Two of them are pretty fresh. One of them has been hit. And one of the fresh ones does come forward, Job, at you. And with his halberd, he, like, stabs it forward, lunging it into your leg. And you're going to take two HP damage. Ah! My leg. And skinny. It's back to you. Okay, I'm just going to attack the next one, of course, with my bastard sword. I'm going to wild attack again. Why not? For a 16, which does double damage. Okay. Doing double damage, you smash another one of these right to pieces, and it falls. You guys are now, like, surrounded by pieces of armor everywhere. So there are two left. Two left, and they've both been hit. So, I think... No? Did I kill that one? You did kill that awesome. one. Yeah, it, you shattered it to pieces, so there are two left, and it is Nert's turn. You said the one that I'm attacking is uh, down next to me? Yes. I'm just going to take my sword and drive it straight down. For another five. No. <laughs> oh. What's your health at? Five. Okay, cool. You won't <laughs> die then. Um, <laughs> Great. You stab it down, digging your, your blade like into the floor. For some reason, it's you like managed to get a into a crack between two blocks, wedging it, and the one that's on the ground drags you down, and like kind of stabs you onto a dagger that it had had on the floor. It rolled a triumph, so it's going to do double damage, so you're going to take 4 HP damage, and you are on, on the floor with this thing. That's and, awesome. Yeah, real great. Joe? I'm going to run over to the one that just pulled Nert down, and swing my short sword onto it for a 19. 19, super good hit. So, yeah, when you attack this one, after it's it's already taken some damage, you stab down into it. And it's, it's a pretty weird feeling when you stab, like, into a metal thing with no guts that once you stab into it, the armor just, like, falls <laughs> limply to the ground, leaving just one more of these empty suits of armor. And he rolled a 9 to attack Skinny. Great, I am going to counterattack. Oh, I didn't need to roll. If you rolled a 10 or worse on a basic attack against me, I parry and take no damage. Okay. So I don't have to roll for a counterattack. Cool. But it's my turn. It is now your turn. Alright, well then I'm going to turn around and wild attack it. Eight. Double damage. 
But the enemy counterattacks. Double damage, so four. So, okay. And did you attack this one before? No, you shattered the last one. I shattered the last okay. one. And that's a 14 to hit. So you mash apart a bunch of him, but he still has his one good arm clenching his short sword. And he brings it across wildly as you wildly attack him, and he slashes you down um, across your armor and bones, doing two HP. Sound like a xylophone? Yes. Um, And you take two HP damage. Okay. And it's back to Nerd's turn. There's one left? Yes. Mm -hmm. I am going to use shield on myself, and if I can use another action, I'm going to shoot it with the bow. Let's see it. 14. 14 hits. All right. Yeah, you send an arrow into this empty suit, and what's left of its armored body just collapses. Now you guys are like, you have five full suits of armor spread across this this floor. Well, that was unexpected, guys. I'm sorry. I got to stop walking up to things like that. (laughs) Well, do you need some armor? I mean, you can see if a couple of these pieces fit. I mean, if you hadn't have been so rude, we could have asked them (laughs) if they knew where the menagerie was. I mean, to be fair, they just started attacking me. I just went over and, you know, saw if anyone was home. I could have asked first, though. <laughs> That's just all I saw was him walking up and, like, the equivalent of just opening somebody's <laughs> eyes while they're sleeping. <laughs> well, we're in here. You want to just keep pressing on and seeing what's in this tower? Because now I'm curious. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, definitely going to press on. Yeah. Let me just look around this room first real quick. Is there anything that looks like you can heal our friend over here? I don't see any chests in there. Can I, can I cobble a full set of armor together with these things? I mean, you can, sure, you could. It's not going to do anything for you. Other than aesthetically. Oh. <laughs> I'm just... I'm trying to add anything to my AP. Or my HP. <laughs> yeah, me too. What are you guys at? Four. One. Oof. Oof. Eight. Okay. So there, there's only one room that you can get to off of this one, and that's the, that's the room past this foyer entrance. That uh, pretty much takes up what you would assume is the whole rest of the tower, or at least this floor of the tower. I'm going to let them go first. I go first. <laughs> I walk into the room. Does this one have windows in it? Can I see that? lit enough in here that I can see things. Yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's lit inside here. The, the sun's reflecting however it does um, through the windows, and it's pretty lit up in here, lit up enough to see that there's like a central chair kind of against one wall, and there's like a few bones, like clean bones, laying at the bottom of this chair, and a one more suit of armor that's like slumped over in this chair. It's, it's actually sitting in it pretty lazily. And there is a chest next to that as well. Oh. Hey Skinny, is this a friend of yours? Oh, I don't I don't know every bone person that is out there. That oh. is an unfair assumption. Sorry. It's that okay. Was rude. It is, but it's okay. You don't you don't know. Now you know. The more you know. Um but you... maybe we should plan an attack. Maybe. Do we think that that's, you know, another suit of armor we should attack? We did just get attacked by five suits of armor. There's one there. I think we should plan on it being, uh, uh, what's the word? Hostile? Hostile, yeah. Um, but you know, if it's not, that'd be cool. Do you think the bones are going to spring to life too and become another adversary? 
Perhaps, but I don't see them being a real bother. Let's plan for all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything that looks like a pile of bones or a suit of armor or a gargoyle. Let's just assume it's going to come alive and trail and kill us. So should we just all just take ranged attacks at the suit of armor? <laughs> I have one. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't really. I guess I could throw my dagger at it. Is that our, that's our plan? We all know what we're doing. You have planning, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much AP it is. I didn't write that down. Something would be better than like... Minus three. Three AP. Okay, that's fine. I was trying to shoot and you do like a charge in. Yeah, I could charge in with my bastard sword. I think that if we were... Like if all the attacks go at the same time, I don't know if you want to be charging in when we're both going to be oh, I shooting. Oh, Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, we could, we could schedule it out so that, you know, those go by. Ours go at the same time. And, and she's right behind. Or Skinny's right behind. You could do that. Yeah. She's, or he's almost there before we let loose. Is that what you're talking about? I, I'm talking I about we're just... shooting first, and then Skinny runs in after, so that Skinny doesn't get in the way of our arrows. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'll be right behind the arrows. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were trying to shoot over his shoulders or not. Trying to uh, avoid, avoid any <laughs> situations in <laughs> yeah. which Skinny being in between where the arrows are coming from and they're in target causes chaos. Thank you. Thank you for worrying about that. Well, we ready? Yes. Yeah. Alright. Knock an arrow and yeah, roll, roll to your... Do we still have to roll? roll to attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 11. 16. Are you going to wild attack or are you just regular? Just regular attack, thanks. I rolled a 1. I don't have anything that helps me re-roll a 1. Okay. Um, well, that is what it is. So, the three of you make your plan and set out to execute it. The first part of the plan goes flawless. You both manage to hit this suit of armor with two arrows, doing some good damage. But Skinny... Skinny runs in and forgets about the skeleton bones on the floor and slips and shatters into a bunch of bone pieces. Okay. Sure, with the one, we could let that happen. So you scatter yourself all around this room. You're going to take two points of damage as you slip. And your whole next turn has to be spent Gathering. getting your bones back together. Okay. However, this time when this suit of armor receives these two arrows, it's, you can audibly hear something different. It's like squishy. And as you run up and shatter yourself, this thing kind of limply moves its body up and stands up immediately holding like a very large sword and as it walks around you can see little pieces of like pink gloop making its way out of the crevices in this armor and it makes its way (laughs) across towards the two of you because skinny's just bones so everybody roll initiative me too or do i just automatically go last you're gonna go last okay 10 10 820 nice um so this thing moves over to the two of you. It's not as smooth as the, the armor that you saw in the hallway. But it just unleashes a sweeping slash across um, towards the two of you. And Job, it's going to hit you for an, for an 18. So it's going to do, it only does two damage. But you do get like clobbered by this giant sword, which cuts a deep gash into your arm and into your side. Ah, glad it didn't hit nerd. Now it's up to you two. <laughs> Up to you two on, on who wants to go first, because you're all the same. My plan is to hang back and launch arrows. All right, why don't, why don't you go first? All right. I'm going to 
drop back a few feet, so I'm with that outside of its melee attack range, and... Oh good, that's a 19. 19, that's a good solid hit. Yeah. Um, so you land another one in, and it sends like some of this pink goo sprawling out of the opposite side as the arrow comes in, and you watch it crawl back towards the suit and like reassemble itself inside. Oh, I don't like that. And Joe, it is your turn. I'm going to cast Bedazzle and summon the four prismatic bolts and have them all come in and hit this big suit of armor, but like uh, in the shoulders, like try and hit it and see if I can get the arms to fall off. Nice. And that does two each, right? Yes. So a total of eight. Correct. When you do this, you knock apart its, its suit of armor and inside you see like a horrifying mass of bones and different levels of people and creatures decaying inside and like metal that is rusting away and in front of you is is just a blood jelly that had taken the form of a suit of armor and as you knock the armor away it like just compresses or collapses into a puddle before reforming itself into a more mm, cube-like creature and it begins to like slime its way towards you. The uh, second part of Bedazzle says that if all four hit a single creature, the creature is affected by the mesmerized ability. No shit? Okay. So it does not crawl towards you. It's just, what is it? It's just like stunned. Just like, whoa. You've blown this little blood jelly's mind somehow. It got distracted by whatever. And um, it is not moving towards you guys. Skinny, your whole turn is spent collecting your bones. Yeah, everybody starts to notice my little bones are rolling back in towards the center. It's like in um, it's like in Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. When the skeletons attack and you don't like kick the head or destroy it. Everything just kind of starts moving back towards that. Okay. So, please don't step on my bones. <laughs> Try not to. Um, so Mesmerize lasts for 10 minutes, right? Um, I think so. Well, actually, I feel like Mesmerize lasts until I leave. Would we consider it a good idea to just get the hell out of here? We're so close. Until you leave the area, the creature cannot move, take actions, or respond to conversation. The spell ends if the creature is harmed. Okay. So it's just sitting here. So let's look around and see if we can open that chest. Okay. Just don't, you know, hurt this thing. The spell will end if you hurt it. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hear things, right? Yeah, 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 of course. Okay. You, you, like, put yourself back together at this point. Oh, well, that didn't go as I'd planned, but what's in that treasure chest? I don't know. Let's go take a look and make my way over towards it. Okay. You can put your hands on it. It's, it's unlocked. It's not trapped. And inside the chest, you find six bags of shinies. Nice. And a broken but ornate sword blade. It's curvy. It looks very sharp. But it has no hilt. It looks like it was broken in half. Hey, we got some shinies, guys. Nice. Two apiece. Well, thank you. I didn't really help with that battle, but I will take two. Wasn't really sure you were gonna uh, gonna make it out of that. Well, I was very close to not making it out of that. My bones will just roll back together. That's fine. But I am I am not feeling so well. You just turned into a pile of bones. Oh, that happens sometimes. It it can be handy. Okay. It, that's why I wasn't in the jail cell like you gentlemen. 
because I could just roll away from there. Well, that is a neat trick. It is a neat trick. Can I look around the room to see if the hilt is in here? Sure. Do you want me to roll? Go for it. 18. You do not find the hilt anywhere in the room. Oh. Okay. Well, we got two bags of shinies each and whatever the story is behind this thing. Sounds good. That seems like something you should hold on to, Skinny. Sure. We can't. You can't cut yourself on it. That's true. Uh, I'm going to put it in my ribs like it's a sheath. (laughs) Like my ribs are the sheath. That's wild, but okay. I can roll away from my own bones, so like, it's not that much of a stretch, right? Bone a little bit. There we go. Cool. You guys both don't look so good, though. No. No, I'm even considering trying this thing you sleep that you do. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps that could help. It, it, It is restorative sometimes. Well, I might try that. Is there a bed in here? Should I just sleep here? I mean, this is a a nice solid structure would protect us from being snuck up upon unless there's more things inside of here that we didn't eliminate yet. But it seems relatively safe as opposed to being out in the open. Mm. Is it daytime still? Probably, right? Yes. It's a long yep. day. Unless you think that these goats are not going to harm us in any way, in which case I would be willing to go on. I mean... I can also mesmerize the goats, but I don't know if we can, like, uh... Actually, I can't... No, I can mesmerize the goats. Goats are notorious for headbutting things. Well, I don't know how we're going to get it back with us to the town. Unless we can help it in some way and gain its trust. But when people need help, they usually need us to fight something. Mm. Or several somethings. All for their cat. All for this cat. Then I don't know why it's in this special zoo. It was just a cat. So what's the plan now? don't think we're going to find any goats in here. Well, no. That's true. Have we uh, inspected everything we might be able to take from here? Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, then. then let's out, out we go. And... Get some nice sun healing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if we can find us a goat. And how much? What are you at? Two. You're at one. And you're at six. Oh, you're doing fine. <laughs> we got this. Yeah. Okay, you guys leave the tower and go forth with the bag plan again? Yep. While we're walking, I'm going to pick up any flowers, clovers, stuff like that. Okay. What you doing with that? I'm going to try and feed a goat. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. So close to the edge that he's just grabbing things now, and he's just like, oh, "This is I need these flowers." <laughs> oh man, this is gonna look like I'm picking flowers and holding them. <laughs> the crystals have healing power. <laughs> that is a nice bouquet you have going on there, Nert. Thank you. It's lovely. <laughs> I keep looking for goats. <laughs> looking for goats. Do you set your your bag down with the lure sigil on it again, like you did before? I or? think that is a good idea. We could all. Take a moment to sit down. <laughs> yes. Good idea. So we find another nice spot to sit. We throw the bag off a little bit, you know, 20 feet away from us or so. Yeah, you huck it down down a trail off a little ways and you hide yourselves. It's more like the three of you are kind of leaning against the same tree, just like sitting there. It takes some time into dusk before 
suddenly you see the bag nudge a little one way and then again and then suddenly it begins to get dragged off of the path and away from where you, where you left it. I start tapping the two of them. Shh, oh. guys, guys. And I point at the bag. What do we do? Should we follow it slowly? I think we should follow it. <laughs> I think I'm going to follow behind so I don't scare it. Okay. So then we head over and follow where it's being dragged. As the three of you are making your way towards the bag, stealthily, I'm sure, um, stealthily, sneakily, and quietly, nert on your pocket where you're keeping your flowers and clover, you feel a nudge and then a tug at your pocket, then another tug, and then suddenly you hear fabric rip as your pocket that you're keeping this stuff on gets ripped clean off your robes. I'm going to, like, try and reach back and almost try and pet, like, assume that it's a goat and just an invisible goat and try and pet it. Your hand bumps horns, and you're like, fuck, that's a goat. Try and reach behind and scratch behind the horns and the ears and see. (laughs) Right on. So you reach back, and your hand bumps into some horns behind you. You can you can feel them as you like grope around. You feel the very unmistakable feel of goat head. I am going to try and scratch the neck behind the ears and the horns and kind of like kneel down a little bit, putting a little bit of, sorry, try and kneel down a little bit, putting a little bit of trust into the that the goat's not going to ram me over. It doesn't immediately ram you. You can feel its like mouth chewing the hole in the fabric and the goat treats that you had Good. in your pocket. <laughs> I'm gonna scratch the goat behind his beard and uh, try and grab some more of anything with my other hand to feed this thing. Okay, uh, make a make a roll. What is with the fives today? <laughs> Another five. Yeah. As you're kind of reaching around looking for some more foliage. To grab your hand leaves its head momentarily, and suddenly you feel pushing past you. You get, like, trampled and pushed down to the ground, and you feel hooves stomping over you and headed up the path towards... Job would be at the front, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Running up the path towards Job. Job, watch out! Okay. Then I just... Watch out for what? Okay. Okay. (laughs) And he gets leveled by a goat. (laughs) I attempt to jump out of the way, but I don't know which way because I can't see what's what's coming. Yeah, so you jump the wrong direction. You zig when you should have zagged. And suddenly you're going ass over tea kettle as you land um, face down into the dirt here. Oh, what was that? We, We find these... Invisible chaos beasts? Yep. They're goats. They're goats. All right. Well, oh. then. Um, Can we see the bag? So yeah, up ahead, <laughs> up, up ahead, you now see the bag is um, levitating off the ground, and it seems like it's getting pulled in two different directions at once, and then you begin to hear a ripping noise as you watch some of the seams begin to bust on the bag. Oh, oh no! You take all of my stuff is starting to fall out. Should we maybe plan and we could all just dive bomb this goat and yes, try to tie it up? Let's, 
I'm not trying to kill it. We need it alive, I imagine. I think the plan is a great idea. Do we have rope, or are we just tackling these things to the ground and hoping that we can hold on to them? Well, I have a handy haversack. I wonder if the blocks could turn into rope? They can at least turn into leashes. Maybe a collar? Collar and a leash? I would say um, there are several blocks in here. I think they could each form into a length of rope. Not a very long length of rope. Okay. Five, or five feet? Three, Three feet, feet per. Feet. per. I'll give you, if you can transform all of them, you could have um, five three-foot long sections. So 15 feet. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess we could, like, make it a lasso. I'm trying to, anybody good at lassoing? We just run up in time while they're fighting over the bag. Okay. Sounds good to me. So I'll turn in the blocks into a big long rope. You have to hold them between your hand and rub them together like you're coiling up. Yeah, like, you know, like it's play doh. Like yeah. So I take a little while to make these little ropes out of these blocks that smush into rope shape. Yeah, and while you're doing that, the bag's just like getting des- destroyed. Well, I run, I run up and try and you know pull my bag in a third direction. <laughs> <laughs> all right so now you the two of you <laughs> see joe just like pulling at this bag and getting like it's like playing tug of war with nothing you guys don't see the other creatures that are dragging him around okay no do you want to run with me and try to tackle one of these goats yep let's do okay. that we'll one do on that. the right yep <laughs> sounds good okay the two of you both make uh make, make a d20 roll you want you want to tackle and I'll tie. You did bad, didn't you? <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, I got a seven. I got a twenty. You got a twenty. I got a twenty. You save it enough for the both of you. This is offset on, okay. on, on a triumph. Um, he tackles and ties. He tackles and ties. Yeah, we still tackle. You just did it very ungracefully. I just didn't help. I was like, gets knocked to the side. He like runs up and the goat's butt swings around at the wrong time and like knocks his feet completely out from underneath him. But because he got there a step or two before Nert, you got to see, like, kind of guesstimate where the body is. And you, you tackle. And, uh, Job, give me a strength, or give me a d20 roll. Yes, that would be a four. <laughs> Not a four. You lose, you lose the good fight over your bag as it gets ripped out of your hand. And the goat begins to run away in the opposite direction with it. Hey, that's my purse! Go get back here with my bag. Oh no! <laughs> was all my stuff in my bag? You think? No, I, mean, I don't. The compass think so. wasn't. What, what do you have? No, I wouldn't. My think. my bedroll was. Yeah, your general provisions like any food, your bedroll, anything of of normal. But normal? not my like sword. <laughs> no, not your sword. I mean, unless you want your sword to have been stolen. No, 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 nothing. I took all the the valuables out before okay. we made it a trap. That was good. a good idea. Probably a good idea. Good idea. <laughs> okay. And you guys have now secured an invisible goat. And as it's secured, it begins to blink, like, in and out. It becomes visible and then goes back invisible. But it lets out the worst-sounding goat noise of all times while it's tied up. It's just shrieking at the top of its goat lungs. Does anyone have anything to, like, make this sleep or just anything? 
I do not. I can make it distracted, but I think once we try and like lead it somewhere with the the lead, it will be no longer distracted. I am also out of AP. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, that's true. Should I try and feed it? Uh, sure, if you got something to feed it. Let's gather some more. You want to pick more flowers? Yep, let's All pick right. more flowers and feed the goat. We'll pick some flowers. Pick more flowers. We're just consistently feeding the goat all the way back. All the way back. It's the only way I know to deal with a goat. Yeah. <laughs> are you leading it or dragging it? What, what do you... I mean, I'm going to try and lead it. I shouldn't have to drag it. I mean, That's right. It's, like okay. a... In my mind, for some reason, you like had a hogtied and were just dragging it behind you. No, we just oh. put a no, simple like a lead leash. on it. Once it's up and moving, it should calm down and... Follow us. Move freely. It's more like Gollum when he's on a leash. Like... <laughs> Just like you're crying anytime you don't put clover in, in its in its facial hole, that's called a mouth. Jesus, <laughs> sounds like Job and I are just gonna be picking as much as much clover as we can on the way back. Yeah. Um, as you make your way, leading this thing back out of the mountains and you know, kind of to the plains that lead lead to the lake or the flat spot, coming across kind of um coming across from the east you guys notice that there's a large snail sliding quickly at a pretty quick pace across uh the land here just like kind of mashing over any foliage that's in its way and there's a person on on its back riding riding it towards kind of towards you guys not directly though it doesn't seem like they've seen you or heard your goat at this point. Lucky them. We well, hello. Hello. Hi. H- how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Fine. This is a fine okay. animal you are riding. Yes, it is. This yes. is a snail. Yes, but it's so large. It is of ginormous size. Wow. Yes. It also seems very fast for a snail. <laughs> Any good trader needs a fast-moving snail. A trader? You a say. trader, you say? <laughs> yes, with the D. Important difference, not with the T. Mm. Mm. Not with the second T. There's <laughs> still a T. What is it that you trade? Goods. Ooh. Well, Thing, you know, stuff people normally trade. Hmm. Well, what kind of stuff specifically? I've got a lot of good stuff. And she, like, kicks this bedroll on the side of the snail, and it, like, unravels. And there's several d- different things tied to tied to this piece of fabric. And what are those things? Do we have anything that does healing? You guys are still both very... Yes, I would love some healing. Y- yes. <laughs> healing, travel, goat food. Goat food? Go- oh, I I All have things. some th- I have some things I have some things All that things might that be, be helpful. I don't have anything in the way of of healing. I have some goat things. Oh, some goat things. I really? have two things that would help with goat. Yeah, um, the a, goat whistle. A sedative in a cart. That brings all the goats to you. <laughs> and the goat harness, which lets you harness the goats. <laughs> like a dog sled. <laughs> that floats. It's like... One of those fan boats. Yeah, I have two things that could help with with goats, depending on what you're trying to do with them. I have some universal catnip that helps attract 
animals and, and stuff. And I have I have this shepherd's hook. Okay. And that should that this shit's magical. It should really help with goats. I mean shepherds carry goat or do goat stuff all the time, right? We will take both of those? What uh what are you charging for these things? Well you just you just in luck. Both of them are only two bags of shinies. Only uh, two bags, huh? I mean, I've got some other good stuff, too. Okay. Depending on how much money you have. Like what? Well, I got I got stuff for, for attacking things. I got stuff for distracting things. And I got stuff for... Well, I, I don't even know what, th- what that is. And she points to a mysterious sword hilt tied to the bottom of the fabric. Well, then, what are you charging for that hilt there? It looks pretty rare. If you can, you notice that the hilt is got some very ornate looking chickens on it, which I believe is 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 very rare. Um, so that is th- three bags of shinies for that. Well then. Well, I will buy the hook for two bags of shinies. Okay. The shepherd staff. Yeah, go ahead and undo it. Do it there and just toss toss the money on up here. Okay. It, it's, it's not a, it's not a. I toss the money up. <laughs> Thank you. I just climbing up and down is not my it's not my favorite thing to do. It is a large gargantuan snail. Yeah, it's very difficult for someone of my size, which is not gargantuan. You should make yourself a rope ladder. I've been up and down it so many times today. Well alright. I I'm just saying. I'm gonna take that hilt. Just gonna take it. <laughs> well I I will pay you for it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to imply I would just take it. Well, that's good. I would, I would hate to have to attack you with my snail. No, ma'am. I am, I am much more polite and civil than that. So here's your three bags of shinies. All right, great. And you toss them up, and she, she catches them. Go ahead and un, undo that there. Um, I don't know if you're interested in anything else. I have a, uh, a couple brels things. I got the bountiful banquet. Um, I've got tea time if you guys are, you know, stranded and need to have a tea party. Um, I got a bag of cats. I got a, a repeater. Um, well, know, that bag repeater. of cats. Could we buy that bag of cats and just pick one and give it to the king? It could save us a lot of time. I, I will tell, say one thing about the bag of cats. Um, there is a lot of cats in that bag and opening it. Not as easy as not. It? I mean, okay. open it's e- e- easy, but not letting all the cats out at once is not not an easy task. They were hard to get. There's a lot more cats than you would think are in that bag. Well, all then right. I will take that bag of catnip for one shiny. The catnip is is two. Oh, I will not take any more things. Thank you. No, do you want to? You want to get anything or? Um, I think the catnip what, might be handy. I'd give you a. What does your your shepherd's hook do? So for three AP, it will make all animals in the area follow me. And for one, it'll put them to sleep until I leave the scene. Well. Well then, I don't know if we'll need the catnip. What does the catnip do? It just it attracts all animals in the area, and they like rub up against it and and treat it as catnip it's a universal catnip okay i don't need it i want it but i don't need (laughs) it i think it'd be handy we are trying to find a cat but 
if we got the ship hooked. Hook. Yeah, that should help yeah, with goat that, problems. That should, that we do already have bow. the goat. I mean, of course I want the repeater, but I already have a bow. I mean, it does do twice the damage. Yeah. But. It does. You guys don't want to spend any other money? Not right now. Well, okay then. Look for my snail trail. As Oh, gosh. <laughs> Be sure to look for my snail trail anytime you need to trade some money for some stuff. Will do. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. And she's nails away that staff was a good purchase yeah we can try and go back and get all of the sheep i don't know if that will benefit us at all i I also don't have three ap goats goats yes all of the goats (laughs) oh well i don't know if we need all of the goats how much ap do you have i have enough okay do you want to go back and get all the goats and i mean we could i don't know if it would benefit us it would be really funny (laughs) It's of no benefit, I don't think, but it does sound kind of fun to go to the spire with a lot of goats. All invisible goats. Oh, yes. I like this idea. Give me that staff. Yeah, take (laughs) it. Could you hand this to me? All right, I'm going to use this. You guys lead your goat back up the hill. Now it's shrieking again. Um... (laughs) And you, you you activate it, Skinny? Yeah. And all the goats will follow us down the hill. <laughs> Not just the goats, but the women and children, too. <laughs> um, suddenly, when you activate this, the goat that's following you finally stops bleeding and belting its heart out. And you begin to get feel yourself getting bumped into. Well, hold there. Whoa. And, like, you, you get hit from kind of all directions and then all of a sudden you start seeing squirrels make their ways out of bushes and some chipmunks and some field mice and then a deer and all of a sudden every creature in the area is making its way over to you well this plan is going differently than i had expected are there things going well are there things large enough for us to ride I mean, I'm pretty sure Skinny could actually just ride on a goat. I mean, Skinny could ride anything. I could ride anything, yeah. Like a bear? No, bear you don't You don't want a bear. A moose? Come. No, it's nothing bigger than a deer. Can I ride a deer? <laughs> no, I don't think so. You're a normal person, aren't you? Yeah, but they're big. <laughs> <laughs> no, no deer riding. All right. <laughs> well, let's uh, take this menagerie down to the city. Which sounds like a good place for all these animals. Maybe we can sell some of them for meat in the market. <laughs> oh, well, that sounds so mean. Well, lead on, Skinny. <laughs> all right. Okay. You guys march back down to the edge of the lake with just a host of animals behind you. They're going two by two, which is super convenient. Is it? Perfect. <laughs> If you have an arc, sure. We're going to need a bigger boat. What is the largest (laughs) I can make this boat? A sloop, so it's probably not... I mean, it'll be a squeeze. I I don't know. I mean, all the animals don't have to come on. (laughs) We'll just get the ones on we need. The others, if they want to keep following, you know... We'll drown. They'll find a way. They can swim. I'm sure they can all swim. We'll just boat around the edge of the lake. (laughs) Or maybe they'll just run around the lake and eventually they'll be back. <laughs> yeah, or they'll forget about us if we row fast enough. Can we make a raft? Put all the animals on? Tow it behind the boat? I don't know. Oh. 
I don't know if that's going to benefit us. This, this is going to take a long time. Let's just go, maybe if we paddle right, fast enough, some of the we'll animals just, will fall back. We'll just and... take all the goats. <laughs> you guys managed to get four of the larger creatures and, like, an infinite number of squirrels and mice <laughs> onto your sloop. Where did they go when he Wait, turns these things small again? <laughs> do, do, the, do the goats count as big creatures? Yes. Well, oh, hope we could fit, like... 30 of them. <laughs> no, I mean, they're mountain goat size, so they're pretty They're pretty big. Yeah, I'm going to cram them right. <laughs> Tie a couple to the side. <laughs> like buoys. <laughs> Bleeding the whole <laughs> Alright, let's get these across. So yeah, we'll load the goats and all the squirrels and mice and cast off and sail east okay. across the water. It's a nice, quick sail. You guys get back to the archipelago it's nighttime now, and uh, you got you guys make it back. We these mostly most of the time invisible goats and like a herd of other animals, small animals, You're along with you, it. I guess rabbits. <laughs> yep, rabbits. And we head back to the spire, straight to the yep the envoy's shrine temple room. And you guys come just smashing your way in because <laughs> you have a ton of animals. It makes so much noise. It disrupts the entire piece. Of the shrine, um, which immediately gains the envoy's attention. Oh. Well, hello there. Hello. I see you have brought a wide arrangement of animals here. You know we only needed one, and none of these ones really look like the candidates. None of these squirrels and these bunnies. Well, they're just extra. We couldn't be sure what you did. (laughs) Did you bring anything else? poke one of the goats see if I can make it like blat to answer <laughs> yeah and it, it makes some noise like, oh excellent I do believe we have a prime candidate here good work good work friends well let's see what the goat has to offer and uh, he puts his two hands on the goats well where it would its head would be and you see his eyes go blue and then start to shine once again with a, this what looks like starlight as he converses internally with this goat. And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> nice. So let's do a... See you next next Tuesday? Yeah, let's do a see you next next Tuesday. Alright. See, see you next next, next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Not bad. Not bad. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Next time on Tales from the Crypt. Wait, wait, you're going to tell them how it ends already? You think you guys are going to finish in the next episode? Yeah, I mean, we got the goat, right? Can't be that much left. All right. The Tales from the Crypt podcast is recorded in the Wolfbeard Games Studio in upstate New York. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us, please subscribe on whichever platform you listen to. If you really like us... Also, leave us a review. It's very helpful. If you want to follow us more, you can find us on Instagram at Tales from the Crit Podcast. We've enjoyed our time with you today, and we look forward to seeing you next time at Tales from the Crit.
now an ASMR podcast <laughs> of the most annoying sounds you can make on a microphone. 